Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so... Hey guys, welcome back to our extra large, extra special pop culture roundup for this week. Join with me as the host of We Die First and Everybody Wants Something podcasts. Check them out. Uh, St. Nick Smythe. Hi, girl. Hello. Every time I have to introduce somebody, my mind just goes blank. So, (laughs) No, it's fine. Um, That's happened on my podcasts where I just fully forget last names, forget where I know this person from. (laughs) Completely. I will be staring at a name and be like, I I read it and I'm going to say it wrong. I'm going to say it wrong every time. So (laughs) Um, let's talk about what's going on. I mean, I feel like this we're already into the second month, barely into the second month. And it's just been crazy already. It's just been like chaos and negativity in the pop culture world. Yeah, it's been wild. Um, It's but like, I also, I prayed for this because I feel like, you know, I like a good crazy pop culture moment, but I feel like Mm -hmm. um, the prayers have been answered a little bit too aggressively. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want all of this. There's a lot. There's a lot we have to talk about. Uh, We're going to start off with something. The thing that I care about the least, which is football and uh, specifically Tom Brady. But 
I have been like kind of having my eye on this whole situation because the breakup between Tom and Giselle was like really in the headlines all last year for reasons that I found confusing because even though like I understand I'm not a football girl I don't and I understand like he's a huge celebrity and they're like a power couple I just don't think that like people were checking for their relationship like that right I feel like um I know when they got together, that was a big deal. Like, like you said, because it was like a power couple moment, you know, I feel like at the time Giselle was also still modeling. So it was like, oh, this is like, you know, top supermodel marrying this, like, you know, athlete, like, okay, that's kind of interesting, but it is very strange that all of a sudden like this divorce and maybe because it's also happening in conjunction with like the retirements, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like really strange and um now I'm also kind of I did not care about these people and now I am a little bit like interested yeah and and, you know there was also like the scandal because he was with Bridget Moynihan and she was like heavily pregnant when they got together um when he got with Giselle Mm -hmm. So that was like a whole drama thing. But yeah, uh, Tom Brady announced again that he was retiring. But something about the video was what really got me. It it was just like (laughs) him, I'm assuming on like Miami Beach, but like it seemed like pretty early in the morning and he's by himself. And like, you know, to be one of the greatest athletes of all time, I'm I'm assuming, um, uh, it was just so like sad. (laughs) It was weird. Even he had to admit, like, I already did this, so I can't really, like, make a big deal out of it. So this is what you get, guys. (laughs) It just felt like a a drunken decision, you know? Okay, so first off, Tom Brady has no soul. He has soulless eyes. Um, So that was the first thing. That was unsettling. He also did, even though he's not a millennial, he did the millennial pause at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. (laughs) thing. So he already started off just, like, uncomfortable he's looking to the camera I see nothing behind his eyes um and then I started looking at his background he's on a beach it looks like a hurricane is coming yeah (laughs) it's like really (laughs) overcast it's so windy have you ever seen um deep impact no oh my god it's like a end of the world movie like an asteroid Uh is coming for everyone's gig but there's a scene where these two characters embrace on a beach as the asteroid is coming and the gigantic wave is coming to like take them out. And mm-hmm. it reminded me of the beach. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a tsunami on its way. Like what, what is going on? Yeah. Um, and then he like starts to cry. At the end. <laughs> it's just... It was so sad. Like, okay. So like, I guess the tea is that, you know, the relationship, like you said, was kind of like his football career and their relationship was kind of like in conjunction with each other. Like Giselle mm-hmm. really wanted him to retire. He right. was still like really in it for the love of the game. And so like he retired for what, like five minutes or whatever. And then it was really like the straw that broke the camel's back with their relationship. So um, now it's like being heavily reported um, that he like is going to be super dad now. Like he's really focused on the kids even though he's been saying like, I've been a shitty absent father and that's why Giselle's mad at me. So this like whole rebranding of him into like a good dad is very weird. But like you said, like he looks gaunt. I yeah, so people were like, him. people were like, oh, he got like the buccal fat. And I'm like, no, he's depressed. This is a yeah. depressed man. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Like yeah. if you're sad enough, you're going to look like you got bugle fat removal. Trust right. <laughs> if you work hard enough. Um, yeah, he is in desperate need of like for living in Miami. Like he looks like he really is depleted of vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. I really need somebody to pump a multivitamin in him. Cause it's like it, now he's like, um, who's the kid from, uh, the vampire movies, Robert Pattinson, like that, yes. <laughs> like that, like Evan Peters. That explains why he sat outside when it was overcast. So he wouldn't sparkle. Right. <laughs> Just like, I think he actually is like a literal vampire. It, yeah. It's giving iron deficiency. Yeah. Something's <laughs> going on there. Um, so like, good luck to you girl. And also, um, Giselle is going to be coming out with an article, uh, I guess, detailing this relationship and all the bullshit that she's had to deal with. So I kind of felt like he was maybe trying to get ahead of the story. Yes. Also, um, I read a Fox news article. Don't judge me. But the uh, yeah. the headline said Giselle Bunchen sends heartfelt message to Tom Brady following retirement announcement. It was a comment on the Instagram that said, "Wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life," which is the most like detached and strange thing that your ex wife would or soon to be ex wife would like leave. But it's like being framed as like, <laughs> "Oh, it's heartfelt." I'm like, I would leave that on his <laughs> on his comments as someone who like does not know him personally. It was very strange. <laughs> You know, it's like that thing that we've been talking about on the internet recently, um, because that lady went viral on like how to, you know, break up with a friend. Yes. Oh, you know, (laughs) at this moment, I just can't hold space for you right now. But like, I wish you the best in your future and all of your endeavors. Like, it's so weird and cold. It's very (laughs) HR, but it's like, (laughs) which makes me think that like, you know what? Maybe it is poetic. Like the, a storm is coming. That's why the beach looked like that. Like Giselle might like drop some crazy bombs. You know, I mean, quite as kept, she's like apparently a witch and in, into some serious area, which is might explain why he looks like that now. Oh, I love that. Like, like right? a witchy Giselle. That's like really hot. <laughs> right? It only made me like her more. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm on her side. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's move on. Uh, we're going to get into like the Bravo universe, um, starting off with, um, you know, chaotic news, chaotic, good, evil, neutral. I don't know. Somewhere on the spectrum, it is being reported that Mary Cosby is back at the very least as a friend of with, uh, the next season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Do you... Are you familiar with Mary Cosby? I am not. Admittedly, this oh is one of the franchises I've never seen. And now okay. I I really want to start watching it. You know, it's, um, it is, it is. I will say that it, this third season that is wrapping up now has like been a real flop and a disappointment. I think it's generally agreed, but like you have to get your eyes on Mary Cosby. I will say mm. that. She mm. is- she's a story um she might be like a whole like a a whole sit like a trilogy (laughs) she's got a lot going on and she's weird she is a capital w weird woman so i heard that she might have a cult yeah there's a lot of things okay let me just give you a quick uh how do you i mean how do you wrap up a woman like mary cosby um (laughs) she is from a church dynasty um she is a wealthy 
woman who is trapped in a closet, several closets, and that's literal and metaphoric. Um, she okay. is mean. She is unpredictable. She is extremely funny at times. Um, she's really good for a confessional. She had to marry her step grandfather. I'll, you know. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I definitely heard that there was someone on this cast that is the black lady. Uh huh. Oh, work, yo. I, <laughs> I I remember when Solate came out. Every hearing this, like, oh, that's really weird. Mm-hmm. But I always just envisioned like maybe that's I have to unpack my own biases. I envisioned like a blonde-haired white like Mormon woman. I mean, she would love to be. That's another thing about Mary is that she's got some deep-seated um, colorism and just like racial situations with her. Um, yeah, it's. Oh, I don't it, it explains the wigs because I did look up <laughs> pictures. I was like, those wigs are shifty. Like, uh-huh. oh my god, she's okay. So she's married. She's like keeping it in the family. Definitely keeping it in the family. Yuck. They're they're miserable. They have nothing in common. They do have a son together, which is a whole <laughs> other situation. Um, and yeah, just the whole. It's just watching this woman. It's like kind of gray gardens, kind of. <laughs> I, um, like the shining. I don't know. <laughs> There's just a lot happening. <laughs> Great gardens meets the shining. <laughs> um, it's, it's an experience. There's it's, Mary Cosby is a, a very much an experience. So yeah, if you want to watch it, I she to me is like the big get. So a lot of people don't like her because she has done a couple racisms. Um, oh. you know, but several of the people on that cast have. So I think yes. You know, I did. I did catch that story because I was. I was yeah. doing my research, and I was like, "Oh no, this uh, this Jenny person and her, mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. social needs were not great. Mm-hmm. Not, not great. great. <laughs> violently she, racist. She's yeah, violently, and she's she's no longer with us. But um, yeah. So I personally like. I will admit, I fully, fully understand she's not a good person but I want her on my television and that's just my truth. And you guys like, I'm not perfect. Okay. I'm not perfect. I mean, I that's okay. I think, yeah. I think that when you watch reality TV, you have to really just like issue any sort of like values or morals oh, <laughs> in that hour that you watch. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. The way that I pray for Katie Ross to come back to, and I know she needs a lot of help, but she should not be on TV, but I am like, gee, I hope she gets better. So she can just be on like Potomac <laughs> she's absolutely on my list it's it's kim richards it's katie ross it's mary cosby (laughs) exactly i'm like yeah um i want you to come back to this show not for you but for me personally yeah (laughs) you get it we see each other (laughs) we do we do it's like yeah i yeah i i never said i was a role model Um, exactly Exactly. (laughs) thank you that's where i live (laughs) Um, so let's move on to Potomac. Um, oh gosh. I mean, there's been so much news that's happened this week. Do you want to share your thoughts on the Robin and Juan Dixon of it all? Sarah, I've, uh, where do I start? Um, so I actually be, were you a Robin fan? No. Okay. (laughs) Were you a Robin fan? I was actually, I was interesting. I pivoted real hard, real hard. So I'm not afraid of a sleepy woman. Okay. Cause I am <laughs> myself. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, 
I never hated Robin. I think I my opinion of Robin was mostly neutral. I was bored a lot, but like, you know, in terms of like, is this person like dark sided? No, like, okay, mm-hmm. like she's fine. Um, in the beginning of the season, I was excited because it seemed like she was like starting to play a bit more like with the whole Candace and Giselle thing. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed seeing her like not align with Giselle for once. Right. And that was like, cool. Okay. Like Robin, whoa, like Robin woke up. She got, mm-hmm. got her coffee. She's like ready. Mm-hmm. And then like, she drank too many cups of coffee mm-hmm. too many and then just fun. like, yep. right. <laughs> she went off the wall with the Wendy thing and the me, it, it just got to be very, she became, got to be very unlikable for me. Um, and then this comes out. Sorry, go ahead. She, can you make sense of why she doesn't fuck with Wendy? Like, does that make sense to you? Because I just can't wrap my mind around it. So, okay. I do think that the, the, the fandom has had a little bit of amnesia. I think that when the whole thing came out about, um, I guess, when uh, Giselle and Ashley were talking about Eddie, um, I do think that Wendy might have. But after this season, I'm like, maybe not, actually. But like, in my opinion at the time... I feel like Wendy did kind of go a bit hard on Robin when considering it didn't seem like Robin wasn't really involved necessarily. Mm. And I think that we saw Wendy and Robin kind of building a friendship, but I really liked, you know, that they like had sons and they were like kind of vibing and kind of starting this friendship. Right. I think Wendy's problem is that um, she goes a little bit too hard. I think she came for Robin in a way that I think really did hurt her feelings. Mm -hmm. But then I can understand how people feel like, I hate to use this word with a black woman, especially a dark skin one, but like intimidated by her purely because of her intelligence and like yeah. she carry herself. Like she's trained to speak and she's trained to give an opinion. And I could see how that would be like kind of overwhelming. For yes, somebody. absolutely. You know, like- especially when she's on like the news, like debating right. right wingers and like, she's trained to not just be able to like express an opinion, but do it quickly and do right. it with possess- like, yeah like I would I would also be intimidated by her like she definitely like will read you with words <laughs> that you've never heard before right <laughs> quickly in quick succession yeah <laughs> yeah and I'm like let me pull out the dictionary app because I don't know if you just insulted me or complimented me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I could see how like I don't yeah how Robin might on some level I don't think that she knows that she feels this way like feel a little bit out of sorts or out of like like she's not maybe in Wendy's league and I think it like pisses her off I think it absolutely does and like let's be honest like Robin's not very bright right she's not very bright I so I think there was that level of intimidation and just like and also I think her feelings might have also just been hurt because like you know she did tell her she didn't have a real relationship but now that all this shit's blown up I'm like well it was true right so hit dogs holler like I think it, it struck a nerve clearly because it was it was true the clown came back to bite hard <laughs> like, so it hard. did it and did it, but the, yeah I mean the people there are a lot of people or at least the vocal minority of people calling for Robin's firing to which I say shut up shut up no we're not doing that okay she doesn't They're need to not. be fired. She doesn't need to be fired, but I do think that um, I was watching like Carlos King on his YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they need to go into like open, like, you know, like contracts are open. Like you need to fucking bring it in some way because it's, 
it is insane to me that we then go through an entire season with all of this like fake bullshit about Candace and Chris and all this. And like, and this is why I think Robin is dumb <laughs> because <laughs> on her little reasonably shady Patreon. So it's also that egregiousness of like, I'm going to charge you now for the truth right. when you're, you're getting paid already to be on the show. So like, just do it on the show. Exactly. But like, um, there's the fact that like she said to Giselle on the podcast, like, oh, well, um, I was waiting for someone to like out me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just get ahead of the narrative and out yourself? And you could have earned yourself like a, a first seat at the reunion. Like you could have, yeah. uh, uh, Robin had a perfect opportunity to like, one, do something interesting to actually be sympathetic and relatable. Mm-hmm. And then instead chose to just like bully Wendy all season. Right. And then come up with this shit at the end. It's like, you look dumb. (laughs) You look terrible. And like, did she think that she was, because I watched Karen's YouTube and I talked about this, but she, Karen reminded me that uh, Robin's background is in PR. So. What? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) So. To me, it's like wild that they would drop that wedding and wedding news and then decide to come out with like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, to me, it's just so like pathetic. It's so, and that's perfect. Yes. Because I think that's what makes Robin so unlikable. That's pathetic. It's like, and then the story that she, that or that one, I guess, told her <laughs> that she's now peddling as the truth. Like, girl, you were the side chick. Do you not get it? (laughs) (laughs) I just saw a TikTok earlier. It was like, how are you going to marry this man for the same reason that you divorced him? Like, what? (laughs) What? Like, how? (laughs) It's wild. Um, But fortunately for Robin, there is one person far more goofier than her (laughs) down there over in Sesame Street. Yes, we're talking about Deborah the Cookie Monster. So, even though we've basically gone through this entire season and there has been irrefutable evidence that Chris did probably would not have even remembered Deborah had this whole shit not come up. <laughs> um, Deborah is now insistent that she is going to um, be uh, like the truth will come out. We just have to wait. Um, and that like Candace needs to keep that same energy with her because uh, something's coming out in the future and we'll all be sorry. Deborah, what is wrong with you? Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what does she think she's doing? I mean, Deborah is so thirsty, obviously. It's incredibly. Deborah needs to cuss out Ashley because <laughs> your little right. friend. <laughs> Little friends set your ass up. <laughs> right. To be on this show. And okay, so my theory about Deborah. So I know that, you know, the colorism conversation has been talked about like so much on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that what's missing a lot of times when we talk about it is like desirability politics and how yeah. I feel like that's actually more interesting than like who gets called aggressive, who can throw a drink. Like I don't care about that. That's like not that's that's just obvious. I feel like Deborah is definitely a classic case of light skin, long hair syndrome. A thousand percent. Oh my, I think she is somebody who has spent her whole life um, being held up as being the prettiest girl in the room. She's Blasian. She loves to tell you she's Blasian. 
You, she has stop. a good hair. Mm-hmm. It's all hers. She's got right. She had to flip her hair a bunch when she was telling Candace. It's all hers. Yeah. And I think that like, I can go in the pool and, and be fine. You know, there's always those girls. Yes. Like, she care. gets her hair wet in public. She, yeah. <laughs> you know, hashtag Blasian, hashtag right. Blasian ting. She like, she's, she feels her oats. And you know what? Good for you. But I think that um, she comes on the show. Ash is like, hey, hey, babe, this is what we're doing. And she does this whole bullshit about Chris. I think she did not expect people to not just come for her because of the lie, but also specifically for her looks. And I'm not going to call Deborah ugly. I don't, I think that's mean, but I think that it really struck a nerve as someone who might have spent her life being propped up as being, again, the prettiest girl in the room. We cannot Mm -hmm. ignore the fact that Candace is also a dark skinned woman, that Candace is also married to a white man. Right. And this all plays out and it's just like, you know, obviously, yes, men can cheat on you despite regardless of what you look like and with whom, whomever. But I think, I think it really did like broke her brain a little bit. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> like for her, and for she's her still like, harping on it. For her <laughs> to go so far as to post this video of Candace at Watch What Happens Live, um, you know, Candace is answering a question. Candace is also on the show and she's talking about what's happening and these allegations against her and her husband so Deborah posts this on her instagram with the caption <laughs> tagging candace at the real candace be sure to keep that same energy when you see me in person which will be soon clock emoji you and at chris bassett both wish y'all could eat this cookie monster goddess realness hashtag okay mia served. Right. okay mia tiktok <laughs> mia tiktok <laughs> it is I just don't like at what point are you going to be embarrassed Deborah because I've been sitting here I've been waiting for you at the Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> well, it's also funny because like, we literally, like, Candace pays her like no mind outside of being asked about her like we saw on the show her desperately wanting a moment like do you want to talk to me again it's like no I don't (laughs) talk to (laughs) Street characters they're not real and left like (laughs) go read a book to a child I'm not doing this (laughs) I think that really hurt like she came there ready like I got my little outfit on my hair straightened like that's a moment and it didn't happen and she's not a friend of Jacqueline's at the reunion you not uh, hello thank you so i mean watching at home like the rest of us 
good luck to you girl i don't know like what she plans on doing if you weren't at the reunion that's already been filmed then when (laughs) and why and for what like what girl just yeah when are you gonna see her when are you pulling up right take the l Take the L. I guess I guess maybe she'll pull up to the restaurant um at the W or whatever <laughs> and may hope hopefully Candace is there that night. Do an No cameras. Right. Just her, just her, her, her cell phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. God, well, good luck to you, girl. Honestly. Um, moving on to our last bit of Housewives News. It's maybe I don't think we're getting real housewives of New York, you guys. It's not looking good. Um it's not. Roni Legacy has been, um, the the talks have been stalled, the contracts have been rescinded, allegedly, and everybody's pointing fingers, and we got to get into who, um, to this, well, really to the surprise of probably nobody, um, apparently it was Jill Zarin who was holding out for more money, and mm-hmm. the network said, girl, you're not worth it, thank <laughs> you, next, and that was it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um yeah it seems like people are really pissed off it seems like kelly was trying to kelly was ready to sign um dorinda um i like that in the article they said sources say that sonia morgan was barely paying attention to the whole affair (laughs) 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 oh my gosh um somebody spotted luann at a restaurant looking at um the page six article about it and and talking on her phone and just seeming very stressed out about the whole situation but yeah I mean Andy did tweet like you know don't don't believe which everything you read or whatever something like that um but how do you feel are you a New York girl um so recently I got into it because I was not in New York I, I mean honest I watched the black ones I watched Atlanta I watched <laughs> Fair, fair. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I, in terms of like, just like the cultural zeitgeist, I've started to get into it. And I understand the excitement because especially this roster of ladies they were going to bring back, I think mm-hmm. was super exciting. So I understand the fandom, you know, you know, kind of like frothing at the mouth for this to happen. Um, yeah. This is like our Avengers, truly. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. And it does suck that like it might, it looks like it might not happen because of contracts, but I'm curious to just know, like, what does Andy Cohen know? I mean, Andy Cohen knows everything. Ugh. If you could sit down and ask him one question, what would you ask? Because I would want to know um, what happened between Jessica Seinfeld and Kelly Ripa. They were such good friends and now they really don't fuck with each other. And I want to know what happened. Ooh. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I would I actually know. ask if Kathy Hilton did say the Absler. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I really want to know. Like, <laughs> I think yes, but I want confirmation. Yeah, I want to know what he believes. Mm-hmm. Who do you believe? Do you believe are you team Kathy or are you team Rena? That's that's what I would love to know. Um yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, I'm, like, really bummed out. I'm really, like, pissed off about Jill. Of course it was her. I mean, she's been truly, like, the thirstiest woman to get back to New York, and she knows that. So, you know, if you hear this, you might be listening, or Allie or something. Sorry, but, like, you know that, girl. Um, And it's just, like, you've been trying to get back on the show for years since you got kicked off, and now you ruined it for everybody. And, like, why? Bumble why would you the bag. It's, like... Uh, and she's the richest I want, one out of all of them. 
Exactly. So I'm like, I want to know what the, what the numbers were too. Like, what were these contracts? Cause it's like, like how much was she asking for? Honestly, like, listen, girl, this isn't 2010 anymore. We're not drawn in those same numbers as when you were fighting with Bethany. So you're just going to have to take the check that you, we're in a, we're in an economy, ma'am. People are losing their jobs left and right. I know. Do you see egg prices, mom? Like, come on. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd be mad though. Like, by, uh, imagine like you losing the bag though because of like one greedy fuck. Yeah, especially when you've been wanting it more than anybody for like a decade. Yeah. Stupid. Ugh, oh, God. Um, but let's get into the thing that I'm most excited. You DM'd me that you were stressed out about this. <laughs> 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 um, it's, getting I love shit like this I live I live for it so um Jessica Simpson wrote or came out with a short story it's on Amazon you can find it for free um if you have Amazon Prime or I think it's like a dollar 99 on Kindle it's like 30 pages but she um this came out on the first and it was (laughs) Ooh, this is funny. Um, she basically says that in this, it's called um, Movie Star. They always say they're single. Here's the basic news. <clears throat> Jessica Simpson, it's 2001. And everything's great. She's at the MTV Awards. She and Nick are not married yet, but they're on a break. And she ends up meeting this superstar it's a guy that she had a teenage crush on after they're introduced he's looking her up and down like giving me the f fuck me stare and it's like on and popping they end up meeting each other or running into each other a few days later at the gym they exchange numbers but oddly enough 9-11 happens and um (laughs) somehow this gets nick and jessica back together i don't know I don't think I need to know the details on that, but I think 9-11 brought a lot of us together. Actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. As a nation. You're right. As a nation. Yeah. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, they get back together, you know, they get married, the show comes out, they get divorced. And now we're at 2006. She ends up running it back into this guy and things happen. They end up kissing she gets a warm feeling all over her body and I quote this part really made me laugh from the tips of my toes and into my wedges (laughs) (laughs) into my Jessica Simpson wedges I felt it so um he is like telling he's running game on her he's telling Jessica he's single um there he's inviting her onto a movie set she says that this is like a set with like the director of this movie is like a big time household name like if you're not into movies you know you would know who this guy is um they're flying on private jets together they're they have a mutual friend they're at the club plane another plane the whole thing and she's just like totally into this fantasy like this is my teenage dream come true and eventually she starts realizing that things are weird like you know, you're saying that you are broken up with this girl and, but like, you're still together, just keeping up appearances. Like it would be too messy to officially break up with her, but you're definitely broken up in private. Um, but like, why am I having to take the back stairs to come into your hotel room? Like things just aren't adding up. It's being very sketchy. Mm-hmm. So this basically ends in Jessica having like a come to Jesus moment. 
she has a crisis of conscience and is like, I just don't want to be the side chick. So I'm going to have to get myself out of this. But obviously she doesn't say who this guy is, but there are a couple clues. Um, one, she says when she saw them at the 2001 VMAs, he was wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Um, so uh, I looked at the red carpet and I think you did your Googles as well. <laughs> Do you want to, did you find anything that you would like to share with the class? Okay. So I, I, oh my goodness. I, my research. So I, I love the clue about, uh, the fact that it was like a, a teenage heartthrob, mm-hmm. right? Because that also kind of helped me think about like who, who were, you know, who would Jessica Simpson have been into as a teenager? She was born right. in 1980, mm-hmm. which means she's a teen from 1993 to 1998, which, right. Help me narrow it down in terms of age of who the person is probably a little bit older. Yeah, but not, not significantly much. older. Right. And um, I actually came down to Mark Wahlberg. I, so did I. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Um, he was on the red carpet. He was wearing a Bob Marley t-shirt and jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2006, he was in The Departed, which was directed by Scorsese. Yes. Um, there was something else that I found. Oh, I cannot remember. Oh, but he was not married in 2006. He did have a girlfriend um, that he eventually did marry. So yes, Rhea Durham. Yes. They were dating. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she also said that this guy is like very much still a famous person now. He's very much still a movie star. Um, She also mentioned that he, they were both very religious, but different. Like, you know, we know that Jessica's Christian of course, Catholic. That guy is very Catholic. And she also yep. mentioned his voice, you know, and being a Boston boy, very distinct. So mm-hmm. Mark, what's going on, girl? It's I think and and I and I I zeroed in on him, especially with the teenage thing. Um yeah. he was in fear in ninety six yep. <laughs> when she was sixteen. She saw that finger banging scene. Yeah. <laughs> and that that triggered it and that's like my my teenage self would have loved I'm like yeah because you we all watch that scene Jessica yep I feel like fear she loves wild horses (laughs) (laughs) fear informed a lot of people's sexuality from around that time and I don't think it was maybe for the best no (laughs) no yeah also also uh other candidates though I mean obviously obviously it was Mark Wahlberg um (laughs) uh, I don't know if they were at at the at the VMAs but I included them. It could have been Johnny Depp, could have been Matt Damon, oh, mm-hmm. or Ben Affleck. Those were the other three that I was like, they could possibly possibly be the same. And like Ben Affleck, also from Boston. So that is true. Ben, he seems like out of those three, the one that would do that. Oh yeah, like <laughs> back door. Like yeah, of course. Like he lives for that. He loves that kind of shit. But no, Mark Wahlberg. Like, damn. I'm so glad that we came to the same conclusion. I was sweating, right? (laughs) I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what she says. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I I, I love that. I love that she did that. I think I want more celebrities to do shit like this, you know? Yes, I miss I miss this. This is the kind of mess I like I I used to love from like celebrities, just like outing people or I guess I or you just get to like uh Quincy Jones's age and you just like tell everyone oh. about how like Marlon Brando fucked anybody that anything with a pulse so like <laughs> you just let the chopper spray like are you, are you recording here it goes 
crazy if you guys have not read that Quincy Jones article it is one of the craziest most enjoyable articles I've ever read <laughs> he's, he's so like the funny. Beatles couldn't actually they were terrible pieces of shit like he just like, fuck them like your grandpa just like rambling like what yes horny angry randomly talking about how he's a Pisces it's incredible this is so incredible. good but like yeah you just have to get to that age where like I mean, what is anyone going to say? Is Paul McCartney going to come out against right. Quincy Jones? He's also old. Like, right. can you imagine? <laughs> I would love to see like Paul McCartney just like tweeting at Quincy Jones, just like cussing his ass out. Just like a beef. Do you remember when Nicki Minaj got into a fight with Stormy? <laughs> yeah. On Twitter, she was like genuinely beefing with her. Because... <laughs> Wasn't it because yeah. like, it's also it was, like like sales right or like a yeah, yeah or something yeah because they were coming out with an album of the same week uh she and travis and he was doing Astro World, or he was on tour at the time so i think he was like bundling in the cd sales with like you could get a free cd if you buy a ticket which right. obviously kind of like boost this shit and then i think kylie tweeted something about like oh stormy's gonna be at this concert she's like fuck stormy <laughs> whatever she said <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm of the opinion that more people should beef with children. It's so funny. It's really funny. Like it's fucked up. But also, like <laughs> the idea of someone just like cussing out a baby is like <laughs> what? When somebody tweeted that like not all babies have good vibes, I felt so free. <laughs> somebody needed to say it. And I love kids. I love kids yeah. so much. But like, yeah, like I wanted to tell a child to fuck off. <laughs> I hope to do it at one point. It hasn't happened yet, but you know, should the situation arise, just know that they earned it. Just know that. Oh, that yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it'll be good for their, their growth and development. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So we're not going to better from me than from somewhere out on the street, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Though I am doing it out on the street. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am the street. <laughs> okay I want to end with this one story that I keep trying to push on my audience and I think this couple is also trying to push themselves onto the larger U.S. audience and neither it's not working for either of us but I'm still trying okay if they're Mm -hmm. still trying I'm still trying um I want to talk about Brooklyn Beckham and his wife and how weird she is okay um you guys, I think they came out with a Vogue, like one of those couples, like, oh, we talk about our fashion and like how we live our lives. And they were trying so hard to be interesting. And it just was not, it was not, Yeah, it was so boring and they're strange and they really want to be a power couple. <laughs> it's just not so working. You are not posh and Bex. At all. At all. And she really wants that. And it's not happening, Nicola. I'm no. sorry. Not with Brooklyn. Here's the thing with Brooklyn is that he like, from what I gather, I think he really doesn't want to be David and Victoria's kid forever. Yeah. I don't think he resents it, but I just think he like wants to do his own thing. But the thing is that like all of his ideas are just so basic rich kid like i'm gonna go to africa and, and take pictures of elephants I'm <laughs> a shadow go- you mean a silhouette of an, al- of an elephant yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um i'm gonna like get into cooking i'm gonna get in just like the very like just the rich kid i have money to spend waste kind of career paths and like he's mm-hmm. not good at any of them 
No. Poor dear. Poor dear. But he's trying. And we have to give people credit for trying, even if it's embarrassing. I, yeah. I mean, he's, the way, if I was an Epo baby, Tell the him. way you would never hear from, I, I would just be rich. Thank you. I would and be just so like, good at it enjoy it and just like you would never see me trying to like launch a thing no I would honestly I don't know if I know I probably would be I want to be I want to be in the mix I probably like want to be like a socialite but like yeah yeah, I'm not trying to like launch my film career no I'm not doing anything because why I don't need like if my parents are like legends not like oh they're just like rich and famous but if they're like Posh and Beck's level it's like I'll never live up to that yeah and I'm fine with it I'm okay with that. I don't need to be that. That's okay. I hope my parents love me. I'm hoping they love his parents love him. And and I've loved my my Victoria Beckham. And that is incredible. But like the kid does not know how freeing it must be to know that you don't have to do better than your parents. They've made it so you don't have to do that. Like that's, that's incredible. the whole point. Yeah. That is the point. That is why people have kids. It's like they could just make their life. Well, ideally, they make their lives better than theirs. And then they could just like build off of that and just enjoy that. Like why, yeah. why all the, apparently that show, the the cooking with Brooklyn, which like kind of rhymes, but barely. And that's the thing. That's like everything that he's trying to do. It's like, eh, I see what you're doing, but it doesn't work. There, because, well, the problem is that he's not interesting one. Not at all. You know, not Selena Gomez can can do a cooking show because she is compelling. She's charming. She's cute. She's she's got. She actually does like does actually seem to like to cook. Like it's like oh this works. Right. You are cute. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, that's <laughs> I got. <laughs> and now and, the poor dear is being saddled with this girl who's clearly very ambitious, which like okay i mean this you're like a you know allegedly uh throwing your nanny down the stairs terrible daughter of a billionaire um so i mean like she clearly wants to like be a brand and it's not working and he's trying and she's really trying and it's not working but okay so they got married in april and this wedding has been like reported as being like very contentious between she and victoria because Victoria was going to design the dress and then she said no. And then Nicole, Nicola made up some stupid uh, uh, like lie about how Victoria's design team didn't have enough time to do one wedding dress for her daughter-in-law. <laughs> or like, are you come fucking on. serious? She's Victoria Beckham, stop. Like, come on. <laughs> like, girl, come on. Don't play with me. Um, but there's more wedding drama and her father is now involved. Her dad's name is Nelson. He's like, from my understanding, like some Trump supporting dick bag. Yeah, he's a Republican, Florida. and yeah. like on the board of like like Procter and Gamble and like all the evil corporations. Right. Um, he filed a lawsuit against some wedding planners. Um, their names are Nicole Bragan and Ariana. Um, G R I G A L B A. Gribala, I'll say. Um, mm-hmm. But he's claiming that he paid them $159,000 for a deposit and Shit. that they need to pay him back because they did not complete their services, right? So my first red flag, now keep in mind, Nelson is suing them. So like, as part of this, you have to submit evidence as to like, you know, build your case. So the first red flag for me is that they hired this firm six weeks out from their wedding. 
Yes. Because the first wedding team that they went to, they ended up, you know, um, parting way. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. so to speak. And you're a newlywed. So I I'm hoping to use your expertise in this. Um, to me, that's like, okay, you gave, this is a 500 plus guest wedding and you're giving them six weeks to help to plan it. It is insane. It is insane. That was also a red flag for me. Well, well, one also that you cut ties with them six weeks in advance too. So right. I'm like, either they really did something egregious or you're terrible and a uh, bridezilla or something, something, some, somebody had to have done something really bad for that to happen six weeks out. Cause at that point, it's like, the final um, you're at the final stretch, like at six weeks. Cause I had a timeline. You are, everything's paid for at this point. Right. You're literally just like tying down the remaining RSVPs the remaining details. Like it's, you're really, you're, you're coming at the end. So it's very bizarre that that, that happened in the first place. Um, yeah. And finding out that it was a 500, uh, person guest list. Um, that's a lot for six weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> that is a lot, a lot. So like I said, as part of this, uh, suit, Nelson had to include some of the text messages and now keep in mind, again, this is him trying to build a case for himself. He uh, includes text messages from Nicola and she's having an exchange with one of the uh, wedding planners and saying like she's pissed off because she, she says I'm tired of fixing you guys' mistakes after they had an RSVP situation so they had like an app it sounds like where mm-hmm. they had like the guest list and who was coming and who wasn't and Lewis Hamilton that Formula One racer was are listed as yes even though he had personally told the couple that he wasn't going so Nicola texts this uh wedding planner and is like I'm tired of fixing all your mistakes uh Lewis Hamilton did not in all caps RSVP so explain why his name is on the list please (laughs) so then she goes on to say we spoke to him he can't come so explain why you said he RSVP'd yes so this lady responds I'm so sorry like I need more time to get familiar with the app I need time to do this I'm going to take a moment to learn the app and send you the information I hate looking like a fool but I hate hate most not giving you what you need I'll be back soon fair response and Nicola's response to that was basically just like you're lying I know I know that you're lying and that you're not telling the truth about this um because of the RSV like girl this is an app situation this is like 
not that deep. Your wedding hasn't happened. Just change it to no. What's the also a, a mistaken RSVP and like, okay, maybe, you know, the wedding's coming. She's, she's freaking out because like if Lewis Hamilton <laughs> has the wrong response, are there others? But let's say they don't, they aren't. There really is no consequence if you accidentally have one person who you expect to come who is not coming. Like, like don't it does not impact kind of anything. Assume that more people are going to come. Like maybe somebody will show up. Like I feel like people always over-prepare. Yes, you already, you always over-prepare. Like the caterer is going, is not going to make the exact number of meals Right. Like they'll have extra. They're also usually, I mean, and especially in a wedding like this. Right. Come on. It's a billion right. billionaire daughter's like wedding. They're going to be flexible and they're going to work around this. It's not, it's not that deep. Like, it's not like she did something like, I don't know, schedule a vendor for the wrong day. Right. That is that. <laughs> right. This is like- this one person is, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's like small potatoes. Yeah, honestly, like in the time that it took her to text her, like this thing could have been fixed. It's not a big deal. Um, So another bit of evidence that her father submitted (laughs) was claiming that um, one of these wedding planners has a drinking problem. And (laughs) as evidence of that, apparently he posts a group chat text message where um, one of the women says, I'm going to go for a tequila before my head explodes. And Nicola's response is, Yes, queen, with four exclamation points. So are you mad that she's drinking or not? Nah? <laughs> Honestly, she's so basic. I'm surprised she didn't say slay. Right. <laughs> slay. Like, <laughs> like okay. <laughs> You're such a girl boss. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, to me, I was trying to think, like, oh, did they think this makes them sound good? Because it makes them sound like assholes and... Yeah, I mean, maybe we, well, needless to say, long story short, they ended up um, ending their contract with the Peltz family nine days later. <laughs> so yeah, nine days so after signing on, they're like, no, thank you. Over the course of this wedding, they had three different mm-hmm. firms have to plan this wedding. And that's also like telling, like, um, Very. this sounds like a you problem. <laughs> this sounds like a you problem. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I, it sounds like they earned it to me, <laughs> frankly. I mean, truly. And also just like, I guess just like double back to this, like this weird thing they're doing with their career, their joint career. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, A, I'm always just suspicious of people who are like that. Like, I always assume you're just not a good person. If you're just, you know, I'm, I don't want to knock a young woman for being ambitious, but there's some maybe set up people who are just so ambitious that it feels like it's really forced and it feels like you're you have you're doing something that's just unsavory. One of the things I noticed, um, I decided to, you know, troll her Instagram a little bit. It's like the number of times that she like posts Selena Gomez. Mm. And it's yeah. very like sus. And I, I don't want to question this friendship. OK, I don't know Selena Gomez. I don't know this woman. Um, I do feel a little bit protective of Selena Gomez. <laughs> It does feel very like leechy, like kind of like, oh, like this is your like, and she has famous friends, but it's like, this is like your like ticket to like, you know, like really to like kind of legitimize you. Yeah. Right. And it's just very, it's weird. It's something about it just very like strange and. 
it's like, very strange because she has all the makings of this being very easy for her. Like she's got the money. Right. She is a seemingly regularly working actress. So she's yes. got like the PR. She has access to all of these things that should make her famous. And yet I don't. <laughs> because the funny thing is she's, I don't, and maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong. She's not a household name. I, I think, think so. if you tell most people, say that Nicola Peltz, I don't think they know who that is. No. Um, as compared to someone who's kind of similar, like a Haley Bieber, who's right. also just very pretty and does nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, they know who that is. I feel like yeah. that's what's so strange is that like, yeah, you should be in the same like league of this person. And it could be, you know, maybe she fumbled a bag of who she married. She decided to marry a legacy kid and not the legacy itself. That's where she fucked mm. up. Mm. You should have, you should have married like, and like, because Brooklyn Beckham is also someone who I think if you say his name, obviously it's like, oh yeah, like Posh and Beck's son who they conceived yeah. in Brooklyn. And I have to now know that for the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> um, like I have to carry this weight for, with me to my deathbed. <laughs> but like, she's positioned enough to be so successful, to be so rich. She's very pretty. Like marry an existing A-lister. And you right. could have had, done, had the life you wanted. Instead, you married this this puppy of a, of a man. Like I'm like he seems so sweet and like oh like blessed, yeah, but also harmless. Yeah, I'm like get you like I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm thinking who you know who could she have like bagged a lot of like I don't know. I think of like young hot Hollywood. Yeah, of these actors. Like you didn't think to like marry one of them or like start dating one of them i mean if she if i she could have looked in the crystal ball like you could have dated um jacob ellardy and the other one who's ran through easily (laughs) (laughs) right or someone like a um maybe someone older i mean like this person is couples but like like a tom hiddleston or something like someone who is Mm -hmm. has enough of a name and like also has the respect in hollywood that's like you could have pivoted that way or someone who's like an up-and-comer it's I don't know it's like very it's it's, it's like a she 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 is a, a, a miscalculation of how to leverage like a, a relationship to like do the power couple thing because the problem is that like he doesn't have a job like you, right you need to find someone with a fucking job babe like <laughs> yeah. right or at least be a vibe like he's not even a vibe Honestly, she should have updated Pete Davidson. Yeah. That's as point. a beginning point, like don't marry him. Yeah. No, 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 no. Date no, him. No. <laughs> now we know your name. Exactly. It's a stepping stone. And then you marry. I'm really like showing how much I don't know about young hot Hollywood. Cause I'm actually can, I'm running a blink on like a guy <laughs> that she could like marry. I'm thinking of all like 40 something year old men. <laughs> But I'm just thinking, like, I don't know, like, one of those fellers, like. (laughs) Yeah, she latched onto this one too soon. And I get it, because, like, they were also, like, a young couple, like, Haley and Justin, but very different. Um, Yeah, (sighs) because I don't think, like, she obviously, like, doesn't have the connections like Haley does. Like, at the end of the day, Haley can still be friends with Kendall Jenner. Like, that's no problem. Yeah, but you would expect it. It's like, you're literally, like man money doesn't buy you everything it really doesn't i'm like damn like that now i'm thinking about it like it is weird that you're not like but then you have this star-studded 
but then you're you're marrying Posh and Beck's son. That's why you got Serena Williams at your wedding. Exactly. Or like, why ah. can't? Why are you not using Victoria to like get you into like get be a fashion girl? Like, shit's Zendaya not adding up to me. Take the Zendaya route, bitch. Like, come yeah. on. Zendaya already told us the blueprint. She said, show up places looking good. Turn a look. And I'm an it girl. Like, duh. It's so. It, it, see, something is. Something's not going right. Something's I'm wrong. Happy. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm yeah, maybe like, pay attention to her. <laughs> You know, you're right. Like, you know, when you first, you sent me the topic, I was like, okay, this is, I guess, interesting. But now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, what's she doing? Like, (laughs) (laughs) what is she doing? What is she up to? We all need to keep eyes on her. She's so Um, thin and so pretty. Like, what's, what's not, what's not, it's not clicking. What's not clicking. (sighs) Sydney, thank you so much for joining me and talking about this. Tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, you all can find me on my, I have two podcasts. One is about Degrassi. It's called Everybody Wants Something. And we're just kind of going through the entire Degrassi oeuvre. And um, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, sorry, what? Come on, Wendy, with your four degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, it, it's been, a, it's been fun. Um, we also have, uh, I also have a podcast called We I First. We talk about horror movies and that's been joyful. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sainique, that's S-E-Y-N-I-Q-U-E, or at Instagram at S-E-Y underscore S-M-Y-T-H-E. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Now, thank you for leaving me with Nicola Peltz. And now I have to like. You're welcome. Just think about that for the rest of the day. <laughs> you know, a good host always leaves you with something as you go. Yes, yeah. You did. You did. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye.